The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalm chapter 116. Uh, we're going to look at a passage that I think is so practical today, so helpful, and we fully understand it. It gives us a different view of God, or at least a hopefully a better view of God than some would have. Uh, would give us a encouraging view of God to give us a helpful view in the aspect of prayer. So the psalmist says in Psalm chapter 116, beginning in verse 1, he says, I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications, because he hath inclined his ear unto me, therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The sorrow of death has compassed me, and the pains of hell got a hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then called I upon the name of the Lord, O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord, and righteous, say, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth thee simple. O Lord preserveth thus simple, I was brought low, and he helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with me. We talk here about the psalmist, and he's referencing his time of prayer when he comes to God. And as he references in verse 3, the amount of sorrow he finds himself in. And uh, what, what, what we can look at the practical point of view, sometimes we get the idea that when life is falling apart, hey, let me run to God. Let me encourage you in one thing that uh, you can run to God at any time. You don't have to wait until things are falling apart or things seem to be impossible in your life. You can go to God at any time. Frankly, it's easier if we go to God. I go to God in the good times, go to God in the bad times. See, there's a, there's a human practicality that's not necessarily always true, but it's part of our life that we feel like that if we don't go to God regularly, when things are falling apart, man, Satan can get into our mind and man, we can begin to lie, believe the lies. We can believe the lies that things are falling apart because I'm not praying enough. Or we can believe the lies that since I haven't been to God over the last few months, God's not going to hear me now. And somehow I have to work to make up three or six months of prayer. Um, it's just not the way, it's not the way how God works. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, if we regard iniquity, if we deal to keep, a, you know, deal to, you know, we fail to deal with our sins with God, yeah, he's not going to hear us. And, and so we do need to make sure that we're keeping a close account with God in the area of dealing with our sin. But here, here's what we want to look at. We don't necessarily want to talk about when to pray, how often, what if I don't. What I want to look at is the sweet relationship that we can have with God when we are walking with him, when things are to battle. Because here's, here's the goal of what we're looking at today. It's not when we should pray, how much we should pray. Uh, we, could, we could talk about that and debate that all day long if you want. What I hope to look at is when I, kind of one of the things that drives us to prayer. I think sometimes we talk about when and how much and we look at turning this into a religious tradition, a ritual, and we lose the sweetness of it. What we're going to look at here for the next couple of minutes is simply why. Why come to God? The sweet intimacy that comes in this thing we call prayer. So he starts off in verse 1, I love the Lord because, don't you know, interesting, we love the Lord simply because he's God. But he talks about some of the things that God does for us that gives us extra encouragement. He says, I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplication. Have you ever been in a situation uh, where you're in a room and you're around people who are just kind of more talkative than you and you feel like, man, I, everybody's talking and nobody wants to hear what I have to say. Uh, maybe you're, you're in a situation where you work with somebody and they love to talk, but they don't want to hear what you have to say. It gets frustrating. It gets frustrating when you feel like nobody is really interested in your voice or in your ideas. 
And uh, maybe that, that sometimes you feel like with God, does God really ever hear me? And he says, I'm glad because he hears. He listens to my voice, of course, and my supplication. He hears the things that I say. And can I just encourage us that one of the greatest parts of prayer is not, let me do my part so maybe God will listen. It's the fact that when I pray, God listens. You know, there's a great difference between hearing something and listening to something. I can hear the voice of people in the background, but that doesn't always mean I'm listening to people. If I'm walking through a store, I'm not necessarily trying to listen in on conversations, but I hear a lot of, con- you know, hear voices. It's different than when I'm walking with my wife through a store and I'm listening intently to the words that she's saying. God, it's something different. She's my wife. I want to hear what she, and listen to what she has to say. That's what we're talking about. God, yes, he, he hears, but God does more than that. God listens. He's he purposely is intently listening to what we have to say. And that's seen more in verse number two. He's because he hath inclined his ear unto me. Therefore, will I call upon him as long as I live. I looked up that idea of inclining his ear this morning. And it's an interesting point where uh, the premise of inclining his ear unto me gives the same idea as a physician. A physician who is over the bed of a, of a sick person. And that person is weak and is unable to really truly share, uh, you know, is just weak enough to where they have a hard time even speaking their pain. So this physician leans over with the idea of trying to hear what that person has to say so they can do better at taking care of them. This is the idea. Sometimes I don't even know what to say. I don't even know how to say what it is that I'm struggling. And the Bible says that God inclines his ear. He leans over with a desire to hear. He knows the battles that I'm, that I'm having and the struggles that I'm having even when I can't even articulate them in the way that I want to. The Bible tells us that there are times that I cannot pray, so the Holy Spirit prays for me in the times that I cannot, when I don't understand. When my sorrows are so great, I don't even know how to explain it. When I'm praying for family, when I'm praying for our situation, when I'm asking God for direction, I don't always even know what is the next step. He says, God listens and inclines because he cares for me that much. He says that he listens to me. So therefore, because I know that God cares for me that much, I will call upon him as long as I live. Verse three, the sorrows of death compassed me and the pains of hell got about a hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. That's a pretty serious circumstance to find himself in, that you feel like you're surrounded by those things. It's a simple, picturesque way of saying that he's really going through a horrible time. Verse four, He said, therefore, then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Notice he says, I call upon the name of the Lord. We've talked before about the fact that the name of God is an important part. He goes, I don't just call, I call upon the name of God. You know, we learn, you could spend time studying and you could do that for a long time. The names of God. One of them is interesting, Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. And when we look at this and we can see the different aspects of who God is. And we call upon him because he is. Every, every different name has a different attribute of who God is. And so we look at this and we see this is who God is and we learn more about. Why do I call upon the name of the God? Because it's a personal call. I'm not just calling some superior being in the sky hoping he will recognize me. I'm calling upon a personal nature. I'm calling upon the personal God who loves me personally. As we saw back in verse 2, he wants to hear me. So why, why do I do that? Verse 5, gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was brought low and he helped me. Hey, I was brought low by my circumstances. I might have been brought low by my own decisions. But God is merciful. God is gracious. And he heard me. So what do I do? 
The Lord, verse 7, I return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with me. I find myself overwhelmed, anxious, discouraged, struggling in the verge of depression, all because of this. One of the many ways to work my way back from this low pit is to come in prayer and recognize. So yes, that means I'm gonna have to spend some time. Because the Bible says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. So that simple answer is, if I have sin in my life that I am refusing to deal with, I'm refusing to acknowledge that sin, then I need to get it right. God's not gonna hear me. Yeah, I need to, I need to get that right. I can't have, I can't live in sin and then think God's gonna continue to listen to me. He said, he's choosing not to listen to me. He, oh, he can hear me, he can hear me, he's choosing not to because I have sin. I can't have sin in my life and have a relationship with Jesus at the same time. Please understand, we all sin. The question is not whether I'm sinning. The question is, am I willing to get that right with God, acknowledge it, and strive to deal with it and move forward? Or do I say, no, I'm going to live this way because I'm fine with the way I'm living. Well, if I'm fine with the way I'm living, but the way I'm living is in disobedience to God, he says, listen, you can live that way. You're just, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going to hear you. And I tell you, I want God to hear me. So I come to him and I get those things right. You say, I don't even know. And listen, if you're new to Jesus, you're new to Christianity, you may not, you know, God's going to let you know. It's not like you have to try and figure it out yourself. The Holy Spirit will help you recognize what those things are. And I'm not talking guilt. I'm not talking beating up. He will bring in conviction. Conviction is kind of, it's not guilt. It's God saying, here's a way to get right. Here's a way to get better. It's an encouragement to do right. He'll let you know those things and it'll be different for everybody. I'm talking specifically about those of us who are fully, you know, we're, we're, we're maybe been saved for a while, we know this, and we've just chosen to go this way. And so sometimes our hurt's there. Yes, we need to get right with God, but when we're right with God, the sweet communion is amazing. Let me encourage you, let God speak to you. Let God help you see where you need to get right and then help yourself to grow by getting those things right and enjoying that sweet, sweet personal relationship with God in this area of prayer. Again, thank you for joining us on this Friday edition and uh, just giving me the chance to be part of your day. It is greatly appreciated. I always am honored by the fact that I get to teach the Word of God at all and that you would take time to join us in this format. We greatly appreciate it. Again, we'd love to invite you. Our morning service is at 10 o'clock on Sunday. Evening service is at 5 p.m. And we'd love to have you for both two unique services. Uh, we'd love to have you join us. Um, the next, Our evening service is unique. Sunday night is just a great time of worship. Uh, the next Sunday night, uh, we're actually just going to have an evening of just singing worship songs, old hymns, Christmas carols, and we're just going to walk through music and, and look into the Word of God through that. But it'll be mostly singing, a time of worship that is not this Sunday, but next Sunday. The following Sunday after that, we're going to have, we're going to celebrate the Lord's table and focus our evening service around that. Three unique Sunday evening services, and we hope you'll join us for those and appreciate the opportunity to, to be part of your day. We hope you have a great weekend and hope that this was an encouragement. We look forward to seeing you again next Monday. God bless.